Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Well, it's good to be together. You can be seated this morning. We're glad you're here and we welcome all of you. In fact, why don't you turn to your neighbor this morning and say, you're in the right place at the right time right now. I believe that today. We're glad you're here. And uh, just a few things that uh, uh, we want to just share this morning. We are in a new sermon series today called Wisdom. In fact, say wisdom. wisdom. We all need a little bit of wisdom. Am I right? And wisdom is a very unique thing that I believe that uh, as we look into it, uh, we need a lot more of it than we even understand. I uh, begin to think about the the world that we live in today, we think about the, the digital world and so many other things that have happened in the, in the world the last three or four years, and it really has impacted our culture, it's impacted our worldviews, our ideologies of things, and all of a sudden things that were black and white are kind of gray now, right? And we need clarity, we need wisdom. How do we navigate all of these things? And I believe it's getting wisdom. Now, here's the question I want to ask you. If God were to say to you, I'll give you anything that you want, what would your answer be today? Think about that. If God were to ask you that and said, I'll give you anything that you want, what would your answer be? Maybe some of us say, I'd like fewer problems. I'd like to get married. I'd like to be single again. No, I'd like to get out of debt. Get, I didn't mean that. Get out of debt. Uh, more money. <laughs> i like to have uh, no more conflict in my relationship. Uh, but here's the thing that God asked Solomon, and his answer was not what you and I would probably have asked or answered, because God actually asked Solomon, I'll give you anything that you want. And during that time, King Solomon, uh, who was the son of, da- uh, of King David, he had just become king, and God began to speak to him and ask him what he wanted. So why don't we read 1 Kings 3.10, and when we're going to pray and ask the Lord here to help us this morning. It said, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this, and he said to him, because you have asked for wisdom to rule justly, Instead of long life for yourself or riches or the death of your enemies, in other words, you didn't ask for revenge against other people, I will do what you've asked, God said, and I will give you more than wisdom and understanding than anyone has ever had before and will ever have again. I will also give you what you have not asked. He says, all you, for you, what you've not asked for, he goes, all your life you will have wealth, that's, that's not bad, and honor, and more than that of any other king, he said. And if you obey me, he said, and keep my laws and commands as your father David did, what am I going to give you? I'm going to give you long life. That's an awesome thing right there. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for truth today. I pray, God, you'd open our hearts, our minds to your word as we get into this message of wisdom. We need wisdom. We need direction. We need clarity. Even in 2023, 
Your word applies to our lives. So, Father, remove every distraction. Remove everything that may be kind of boggling on us right now. God, remove the weight of all these things that may be on our mind. And, Lord, help us to hear your word. And, God, anoint my lips as I declare the truth of God. Let the people hear the voice behind the voice. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, Solomon did not ask for wealth. He didn't ask for fame. He didn't ask for comfort. He didn't ask for revenge against his enemies. He didn't ask for pleasure. The Bible says that all he wanted, says he said, God, I just want some wisdom. I need some insight. And really, what is wisdom? When we begin to think about wisdom, many times we have wisdom or we misinterpret it, what wisdom is. And I want to say to you that the most important thing you can have in life, the most valuable thing that you can have in life is wisdom. In fact, God was so impressed by Solomon's request. He was so touched and so moved by what Solomon asked that he gave him more than wisdom. He gave him all that's wealth, told him, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to make you famous. And literally, he said, I'm going to give you more than you asked for because, of, because you asked for wisdom. In Proverbs 8, 11, let me read this scripture. It says, wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing else you could ever want is more valuable. So the Bible says that wisdom is more or more precious or more valuable than rubies. Did you know that rubies are more expensive than diamonds? I begin to look it up. I just went on, online last night to look up uh, diamonds, to look up gold, and I found that even gold right now is like $64, I think, an, a, a gram of whatever it is. And I begin to look at rubies, and rubies is like 10 to 20 times more than gold, even more above than uh, diamonds. And I begin to think the Bible says that wisdom is more valuable than that. That's how valuable wisdom is. That's how valuable you need to be praying for wisdom in your life. Proverbs 4, 7 said, getting wisdom is the most important thing that you can do. Now, what is wisdom? Let me just tell you how the dictionary defines wisdom. It says, the soundness of action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, or good judgment. Basically, it's knowing how to use the knowledge and the experience that you have. But I want to talk about biblical wisdom because with biblical wisdom is seeing things through God's eyes or God's perspective. So we're not just talking about regular wisdom, but we're talking about biblical wisdom. We're saying, I want to be able to see through God's perspective or through God's view. How do we do that? Let me just show you a scripture. You probably have read it before or heard it, but here's how, if you want godly wisdom, this is where it starts. Are you ready for this? Proverbs 19, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is insight. So the Bible says the wisdom or the ultimate joy or the ultimate uh, wisdom starts with fearing God and knowing God. 
In fact, that word there, fear, there's actually several shades of meaning of fear. A lot of us, when we think about fear, we think that you're scared, but it's more than just that. It's an awareness of God. It's a deep reverence of who he is and a wanting and a longing to know who he is or, or being aware also includes the fear of the consequences of disobedience. In fact, the Bible talks about that the midwives, when they were commanded by Pharaoh to kill all the male babies during the, when they were looking for, uh, they, the Pharaoh didn't want uh, the children of Israel to multiply, and so he told the midwives to kill all the male babies. The Bible says that the midwives feared God. And they didn't listen to Pharaoh's command. Bible talks about when Moses chose leaders. It said that one of the things was that they feared God. That way they wouldn't take any bribes on the side. So all over scripture, it talks about the fear of the Lord of reverence. But there's also, let me just tell you, when you have a fear of God, it causes us or saves us from caving in to our sinful nature. When you have a fear of God, uh, all of a sudden you begin to realize, hold on a second, I'm not going to get involved in this because I know things are going to happen to me that are not good for me. Uh, You have a fear of God. Uh, Basically, I'm not going to cave in. Uh, And let me just say this to you, wisdom is not just having knowledge. In fact, wisdom is not just having education. A person can be educated and not wise. I began to talk a number of years ago, probably about eight or nine years ago, there was a guy by the name of Johnny Manziel. They called him Johnny Football. (laughs) Educated guy. Went to college. Was drafted in the NFL. Got a four-year contract at that time, 2015 or 2014, for $8.25 million. Basically, 4.1 for a signing bonus. But at the end of the day, when he signed that contract, he went out and just started partying. He got involved in partying. By the time the football season, this guy was just a party guy, man, a party animal. He got involved in domestic uh, violence with a girlfriend. He got involved in all kinds of different things. Uh, this guy was a college graduate, had all the money that you and I would want, was not, well, he did not have any wisdom. I'll tell you what wisdom is. You, you may know how to have a baby, but you need wisdom to raise the baby. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. You may know how, basically, uh, how to shoot a gun, but you need the wisdom of when to use a gun. So a lot of us today, we may be able to know something, uh, but you don't have the wisdom how to use it. And there's a lot of people that are educated that are educated fools. And there's a lot of people with no formal education that are very, pretty much pretty wise people. Because wisdom is seeing life through God's view, and it starts with the fear of God. This is why uh, wisdom is so important in your life. And fortunately for Solomon at that time, he understood that, and he asked God for wisdom. And the Bible says he was the wisest king that ever lived. In fact, he wrote a book in the Bible called the Book of Proverbs. It's considered the Book of Wisdom. If you're ever looking for some wisdom, I would recommend the book of Proverbs. 
In fact, if you had a regular Bible, if you just kind of opened it up, it would fall right in the middle of the Bible would be the book of Proverbs. And it's made up of 31 chapters. That means one chapter a day will give you some wisdom. They have found that a lot of business people get involved in reading the book of Proverbs because they have practical wisdom about money, about business, about your time, about your relationship. I would tell you today that you could read that book and it would help you, just guide you a little bit in making wise decisions every day. Proverbs 1, verse 1 says this. This is how it starts. He goes, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose, what? Is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insight of the wise. So the Bible says these Proverbs are, are going to give you instruction, going to show you how to have a little bit of discipline, how to learn how to uh, judge or how to uh, do what is right and understand what's right and wrong. In other words, today, I would recommend it for any adult and I would especially recommend it for any teenager because teenagers need wisdom. So do adults, but I, I believe it applies to all of our lives. It says, if you want to be wise, Proverbs 9, 12, it says, if you want to be wise, you'll be the one to benefit. And I can tell you, a lot of our problems, a lot of our issues are, are, are can I just say it, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. You cause, you don't blame people. A lot of it is, you're just, you made some dumb decisions. They were not wise. Let's just be honest. Why do you attract toxic people? Because you're unwise in your decision. Why do uh, things happen in relational issues? Because you're unwise in your decision. And we're not listening to the instruction. And I can tell you today, instruction in the book of Proverbs will help a lot of your grief. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. What you don't learn from instruction, you will learn from experience. I'd rather learn from instruction. Just tell me, man, I don't want to do what that fool over there is doing. I don't want the experience. I'll take the instruction. So here's a couple of things. Can I just give you a couple of things here, some wisdom? I'll just give you my own personal wisdom, and I'll read what other people say. When you go into a stall in the restroom, check it to see you have toilet paper before you sit down. I will tell you, I had to learn that from experience. <laughs> but if you'll learn it from instruction, it'll save you a lot of problems down the road. <laughs> I can tell you some really, uh, no, I won't go into that. <laughs> a little boy said this. He said, I've learned that, these are things that I've learned in life. He said, a little boy said, I've learned that if I'm in trouble at school, I'm going to be more in trouble at home. That's, that's learning from experience. A husband remarked, I've learned I should never praise my mother's cooking while I'm eating my wife's cooking. <laughs> Smart man. An old woman said this, or an elderly woman said, I've learned that a six-year-old children are the only one who thinks it's neat when your teeth fall off. <laughs> Why? And one guy said, I've learned that loaning money, this is a good one for you guys, I've learned that loaning money to family and friend causes them to lose their memory. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and a young adult painfully concluded, I've learned you can do something in the moment that will give you a heartache the rest of your life. So what you don't learn from instruction, you will learn from experience. This is why I'm telling you, if you'll get some wisdom from the word of God, it'll help you. The Bible says, Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. In other words, the decisions that you think are right at the moment, it feels good, all that, uh, friend, it could destroy your life because you're not getting wisdom. You're not getting insight. You're saying, man, I'm just going to go in the moment. I'm just going to go the way I feel. And it's an emotional decision. Uh, and I can tell you today that there are benefits to wisdom that will help you in the long run if you'll listen to the instruction of God's word. So write this down. I'm going to go real quickly because I'm running out of time here. But you can write this down. Proverbs 24, 14. Wisdom is good for the soul. Get wisdom and you'll have a bright future. So if you want a brighter future, get a little bit of wisdom. If you want your soul to be healthy, get some wisdom. You want to succeed in life. Proverbs 19, 8. Those who get wisdom do themselves the favor. And those who love learning what will succeed. In Proverbs 4, 8, it says, treasure wisdom, and it will make you great. Hold on to it, and it will bring you honor. In other words, God will promote you when you begin to get a little bit of wisdom. And then look at what it says, Proverbs 9, 11. I know there's a lot of scripture here. Go back and listen to it on the podcast or, or on YouTube. Wisdom will multiply your days and what? And add years to your life. So in other words, if you want to live a longer life, if you want to manage your time better, get some wisdom from God. It will add life to you. It will add more years to you. The Bible also says in Proverbs 24, 5, wise people have great power. In other words, there's great influence in your life when you've got wisdom. In Proverbs 3:35, wise people gain honorable reputation. You want a good reputation? Get some wisdom in your life. I'm going to tell you, people are not going to be attracted to fools. Only fools attract fools. Am I right? But if you got, if you want some wisdom in your life, man, it'll it'll change your reputation. And then it says, uh, uh, Proverbs 15:24, wise people lives get better and better. So the wiser you are, the better your life becomes. I'm just being honest with you. And unfortunately, many people don't learn that to the end of their life when you can learn it right now. God's word is for us right now. Can you say amen? Proverbs 16, uh, 3, 16, it says, Wisdom offers you long life as well as wealth and honor. It can make your life pleasant and lead you safely through it. Those who become wise are happy, and wisdom will fill their life. It almost sounds like an infomercial, right? Uh, this product will give you long life. Uh, it'll make you wealthy. Uh, it'll give you honor. Uh, it'll give you long life. Uh, all for five easy payments for 29 $9.99. It almost sounds like that. Am I right? But it's the word of God. Come on, give God a praise. It's all right. God's telling us that if you learn wisdom, amen, I almost sound like a salesman there for a moment, but, but there's nothing that will stand in the way of wisdom. So here's what I want to say. Write this down. How do we get wisdom? You have to choose to get wisdom. It's a choice. 
It's not something somebody can force on you. It's not something somebody makes you do. You've got to choose to build your life on wisdom. Let me tell you, wisdom is harder to get than, than being foolish. Being foolish is easy. easy. Anybody can do it. But it takes a little bit of discipline. Are you hearing me? It takes a little bit of discipline in your life to get wisdom in your You have to make a choice. It's a little harder, but it's more beneficial to you. I'm going to read you a story. I think I've read it here before, but I love this story. It's the bricklayer accident report. It's funny, but at the same time, it's heartbreaking. So I'm going to read you this story about a bricklayer, and he wrote a report to the insurance company. They wanted to know more details of what happened in this uh, report. And he wrote this, Dear Sir, I'm writing in response uh, to your request uh, for additional information on the accident uh, report. Uh, I put poor planning, but you wanted a further explanation. He said, "I'm I'm a bricklayer by trade, and on the day of the accident, I was working alone on the roof of a new 60, a new six story building. I don't know if you can show that picture. And he's working on the, on the roof there. He goes, when I completed my work, there he is, he's right up there. He goes, when I completed my work, I had some bricks left over, which weighed uh, uh, around 240 pounds. Rather than carry the bricks down by hand, I decided to lower them in a barrel by using a pulley, he said, which was attached to the side of the sixth floor building, and I secured a rope to the ground, he said, and I went up to the roof and I swung the barrel out and loaded the bricks into it. Then I went down, then he went down here, and I untied the rope, holding it tightly to ensure the descent of the 240 pounds of bricks. But note, I weigh 165 pounds. Due to my surprise at being jerked off the ground, so suddenly I lost my presence of mind and forgot to let go of the rope. Needless to say, as I proceeded at rapidly at the side of the building in the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel. I think you have to have the other picture. I met the barrel down uh, 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 as it was proceeding downward and equally impressive speed. This explained the fracture in my skull and the minor abrasions in my collarbone as listed in the accident report. Slowly, uh, only I slided up and went up rapidly, and the only thing that stopped me was my fingers, uh, you could go to the next picture, that got caught in the pulley. Since says, fortunately, by this time, I regained my presence of mind and was able to hold the rope in spite of the excruciating pain I was now beginning to experience it. At approximately the same time, however, the barrel of the bricks hit the ground and the bottom of the barrel fell out. Now devoid of the weight of the bricks, the barrel weighed only 50 pounds. I refer to you to my weight again. As you can imagine, I rapidly begin to descend down. He said, uh, and at the side of the building in the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel going up. This accounts for the two broken, fractured ankles, both tooth and severe lacerations of my legs and lower body. 
Here, my luck began to change slightly. The encounter with the barrel seemed to slow me down enough to lessen my injuries. And when I fell into the pile of bricks, fortunately, only three vertebrae were cracked. But here's where it ends. I'm sorry to report, as I lay there on the pile of bricks in pain, unable to, unable to move, watching the empty barrel six stories above me, I again lost my composure and presence of mind, and I let go of the rope. Coming down. See, we need some wisdom. Somebody say, I need wisdom today. See, I can tell you today, there's a lot, you can remove that picture, but I can tell you today, a lot of us, uh, you don't go to school to learn wisdom, you go to the Word of God for wisdom. Proverbs 4, 5 says, learn to be wise and develop good judgment. In other words, it's a choice. I've talked to people that said, Pastor, I regret I didn't give my life to Christ early when I was young. It would have saved me a lot of trouble. You know, I made foolish decisions. I feel it's too late, but I'm here to tell you, it's never too late to get the wisdom of God. You can get it right now. You're not too old to get God's wisdom. And you're not too young to get the wisdom of God either. I've met people that were older that were not wiser. You have to get the word of God in you. I've met men that still have the high school mentality and now they're married, they got children, but they're not wise. They waste their money, they party all day, they act like they have no responsibility, no wisdom. You got no wisdom. You've got to learn how to get the wisdom of God. Number two, how do we get wisdom? You listen to God's word every day. A lot of us, we listen to the radio, we listen to television, uh, you listen to all kinds of things, uh, but you don't listen to the word of God. Proverbs 2, set, 2 6 says, It is the Lord who gives wisdom. From him comes understanding or knowledge and understanding. So we watch so many things, we hear so many things, we dedicate our minds to television shows and different, but how much of God's word do you get in you? And I, I can tell you, man, I, I, I meet people that they're watching weird stuff on TV. I'm thinking, why are you wasting your time? The Kardashians, why are you wasting your time? <laughs> Honey Boo Boo's not going to teach you anything. I mean, I don't understand, you know. And I, I can just be honest with you today. Uh, you you got you to gotta spend some time in God's Word. You got to spend some quiet time. Maybe even if you did five or ten minutes a day, man, it would do you a world of good than some of these television shows that we follow. I'm just preaching today. Proverbs 15, 14, a wise person is hungry for truth while the fool feeds on trash. Some of this stuff, maybe you ought to put this scripture right here on the, on the front of your TV. Don't watch the trash. Garbage in, garbage out. Am I right? You can fill your mind with all kinds of stuff. And most people, they fill their minds with poison. They fill their mind with junk rather than, than, than something healthy. It's like, it's like, you know, the way we eat, you know, it, 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 the poison, the stuff that we feed ourselves on. That could be pornography. That could be all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, instead of air pollution, we get mind pollution, right? Things in our mind. Uh, and we're not careful. We're watching things and, and movies, and we become desensitized to different things. 
They're blaspheming God, that rape, all these different things that are happening, and we're not careful today. It doesn't bother, bother us. We say, well, you know, I, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. Well, that's the problem. It should, right? And, and, then, and, then, we, and then if it's not poisonous stuff, at least it's junk. How many know junk food is not good for you? Am I right? It can fill you up, but it's not filling you up with good stuff. It, you can get a lot of calories, but it's not good for you, right? Some of it's not necessary. And a lot of times, that's what we're doing. We're filling ourselves with junk. And we need to feed on the truth that will make you wiser and help your soul. Someone say amen. amen. Write this down. The third thing, what, how do we get wisdom? Find a friend who challenges us. I read this quote. If you want to soar with egos, you can't hang around with the turkeys. Right? <laughs> You know, so if you want to soar like an eagle, can't hang around with turkey. You need some good friends, some wise friends. We grow in community. You're going to grow with the people that you hang with. Who are you hanging with? Where, where are you getting your wisdom? What are, who are your circle of friends? Who are the people that are around you that are going to help you? There was this guy that was, uh, wanted to become a monk. He thought, well, maybe by becoming a monk, I'll become wiser. And so he came to the head monk, and he says, uh, uh, he said, I, 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 want, I want to join. And so the head monk of the monastery said, okay, you must take a vow of silence, and you can only say two words every five years. The man agreed, and after the first five years, the monk, head monk asked him, go ahead and say your two words. He said, bad, hard. He said, okay. After the next five years, the head monk asked him again, What's your two words? He said, food cold. I said, all right. After the next five years, he, he, it's now 15 years. He goes, give me your two words. He goes, I quit. <laughs> the head monk said, I'm not surprised. All you've done since you've been here is complain. <laughs> Amen. So we, we, being a monk, I don't know why he even said that story. But anyway, we need wisdom. We, we need relationships that are going to help us, uh, that are going to build us up. Am I right? That are going to lift us up. And this is where I find, uh, I can be honest with you. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, bad company corrupts good morals. You need a good community of people that are going to build you up. Proverbs 13, 20, spend time with the wise and you'll become wise. But a friend of foods will suffer harm. So you need to get around people. Can I tell you the best group right now, the best thing we have in our church are small groups, connect groups. They'll get around some people that will build you up, help you. Get around some community of people that will challenge you. Get around a community of people that will tell you the truth, that want to help you. And here's the fourth one, is ask questions and accept correction. If you want to be wise in life, you're going to have to get around wise women and wise men that will uh, give you some wisdom and insight, and you're not afraid to ask some questions. Proverbs 20, verse 5 says, People's thoughts can be like a deep well, but someone with understanding can find wisdom right there. So draw wisdom from people. I do it all the time. I, I talk to people because I find that there's some people that know more than I do in certain areas. Can I tell you, there's someone next to you that probably knows something that you don't know. I believe all of us have contributions that somebody doesn't even realize that we know. That if I talk to you, you could probably teach me something. 
So whenever I gone around and I talk to people, I'll ask them questions because usually there's something that they know that I don't know. And if I ask the right question, I can begin to learn that information from them. And there's certain things, there, there's probably people in here that have certain talents that you don't even know because you didn't ask questions. He said, hey, you know how to do that? Yeah, I know how to do that. I said, wow, man, I'm surprised. You ever been surprised by, man, this guy knows how to do that? And you go, whoa, I didn't even think that. I never even saw you that way. Well, you didn't ask any questions. So, so okay, don't judge me, guys, but I, but, but I picked up a talent when I was like 14 years old, okay? And I'm going to show you what I, and I just did this today. I haven't done this in like 10, no, maybe 15, no, nah, gosh, since high school. Since high school. I haven't done this since high school. And I picked up a marker today, literally went in the kitchen, got a marker, and started doing it. So don't judge me. But when I was young, uh, around 15 years old, I learned how to do Old English. So this is a little talent that I did. See that reach right there? See that? I don't know if you have a picture of that. I just did that. took me five minutes. And uh, when I learned how to do this, I kind of learned on my own. Where are the pictures of this? What happened here? I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, I, I, learned, I learned how to do this. And, and um, I, I remember being in high school, and, and, and I just started learning how to do it. I just kind of learned it myself. And then before I knew it, all my friends wanted me to write their names. And uh, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't great after that. It was the wrong place. I, I did it just for me. Anyway, so there's somebody next to you that may know how to do things. I, I know some people in here, they know how to draw awesome. I mean, I've talked to them. It's like, man, they know how to draw. This person knows how to uh, do, uh, do this certain talent or that talent. And you just go, man, if I just ask questions, I may learn something from somebody else. And I believe that today. Proverbs 18.15 says, The intelligent people are always open to new ideals. In fact, they look for them. So one of the keys is listening and wanting to learn more, holding conversations. I'm telling you today, if you're a leader, then you're a learner. If you're a leader, then you're a learner. You say, man, I want to learn. I, I, I want to listen. As a leader, I'm always listening. I want to learn what other people are saying. I want to learn from other leaders. I, I get around other people. I want to listen to them. If you get around leaders, listen. You know, sometimes you'll, you'll learn a lot more if you shut your mouth. Amen. And just listen. You know, so I get around people sometimes and, and I'm just thinking, my God, they're talking more than I. They, they need to listen sometimes. Are you with me? They need to listen sometimes. I, I, I just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, it makes you wiser too. Even listen to your critics. I've learned to listen to my critics because when I learn from them, I know what they know, right? Plus, I know what I know, so I know more than my, even my critics know. Amen. Because they're not listening to me, but I'm listening to them. I'm learning what they know, plus what I learn. And so, friend, listen. Listen. Hear what they've got to say. Hear what that person has to say. Proverbs 19:27. if you stop learning, you forget what you already know. And so I'm going to tell you today, education is awesome. I'm not saying education is not good, but there's more to education. There's learning how to apply that education. It's learning the wisdom of God, saying, God, I want to learn. So here's the last one here. Remember to reinforce what you've learned. A lot of us today, we can learn a lot of things. We can hear a lot of things. But are you re reinforcing them 
and putting them into practice. Because if you don't put it into practice, it's not going to become real in your life. You got to reinforce. You got to hear it again. I, I, I've talked to many of our leaders here. I, I'll, I'll read books over and over, the same books I've read before. I'll listen to sermons over and over. If I heard a message on a certain subject, I'll go back. And I, I've listened to messages over and over because there's always some. I want to reinforce what I heard. And here's the tragic thing, and I, I, again, for a pastor, this is really heartbreaking. It says, the United States Air Force says, you forget 95% of everything you hear within 72 hours. This is depressing for me, amen. You put all this time into a message only to know that by the time you get here Wednesday, if I asked you, what did I preach on on Sunday? You go, I have no idea. I don't know what it was. What did you preach on? Because we have to reinforce it, right? We have to reapply it in our lives. Here, I'm going to read you Proverbs chapter 22. It says, listen, and I'll teach you what the wise have said. Study their teaching, and you will be glad if you remember them. Basically, in other words, you can quote them, or you can remember them, or let me leave Don't lose sight of my word is what the Bible says. So in other words, memorize it. Learn it. Learn how to memorize some word. Learn how to get it in your spirit. Study it over and over. Here's what I found out that people say, well, I don't know how to memorize things good. You're a liar. You know all the players on the Lakers. Uh, you know all the baseball statistics. Uh, you 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 memorize what you have a passion for. I've even seen women say, "I don't you know, I don't memorize." Well, it's funny. You know all the recipes to all these different things. Don't tell me you don't memorize. Oh, you guys got quiet out there. I don't know what happened. You'll memorize what you love. You'll remember what you love. You'll quote, some of you know all these songs. It's amazing how many songs you know. And some of them are not even worship songs. You know what I'm talking about. You, you, you got all these songs in your head. So don't tell me you can't memorize them and reinforce them in your life. It's good for you to memorize, to read, to get it in your heart. Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to need the word of God in your life when you start facing temptation. When you start facing battles in your life, when you start facing struggles in your life, you're going to have to get back and get to learn the word of God. Proverbs 4 said, don't lose sight of my word. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. They bring life and radiant health to anyone who discovers them. So I'll say this to you. We got to do it right now. Say, do it now. Don't wait. Do it right now. Start applying it right now. Don't wait around. Don't say, well, you know, when I, when I get through it, we've got to do it right now. And let me tell you, start applying it. Wouldn't it be something if I, if I told you guys, man, you know what? I, I'm going to go on a diet. How many of us have ever said that? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? I'm going to read this book on dieting. And as I'm sitting in my lazy chair, I'm eating a pastrami sandwich, uh, you know, 12 ounces of Coke, uh, you know, a big thing of fries. And I'm saying, man, this sure is, uh, man, these are good stuff. This is great stuff. But if I'm not applying it, if I'm not enforcing it in my life, it's not going to do me any good. We've got to begin to apply God's word. Apply what you hear. Begin to realize, you know what, I need some wisdom. Before I make this major decision, I need, I need to pray. I need God's wisdom. I need, I need someone to help me in my decision. 
You know, there's a lot of people in the church that can give you a good ounce of wisdom, that can really teach you on some things. If you'll just ask questions, if you're willing to learn, if you're even willing to hear some correction, you know, I, I, I love it. I've had brothers in the church when, when even before I ever became a pastor, I would ask them, hey, what about that? They go, man, that's dumb. Don't do that. I said, thank you for telling me that. Thank you. Some of us, we get mad. Well, yeah, yeah go ahead, fool. Go ahead and do what you're going to do. Your brother's trying to warn you. Your sister's trying to warn you, trying to give you some wisdom. Receive that correction. Receive the, it'll save your soul. I can't tell you how many times someone saved my soul because they gave me a word of wisdom and I listened. And I, wasn't, I, I didn't have clarity, but somebody spoke and brought clarity. He said, that is not smart. Don't do that. Don't invest in that. Don't make that decision. Don't go there. Don't get involved in that. That's not good for you. It saved my soul. Get wisdom. How many want wisdom today? Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for the word of God. Your word is clear. Your word is wise. Your word is healthy for us. Your word today strengthens. There's so many benefits to the word of God. And so many benefits to the wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So God, I need wisdom. We need wisdom today. Lord, we need some wisdom. We need insight in our decision-making, in our relationships, in our home, in our marriage, in our job, in our day-to-day -day actions. God, give us wisdom. I don't want to make decisions on the fly. I don't want to make decisions out of emotion. I don't want to make decisions just because of feelings, because we know feelings are deceiving. God, I don't, I don't want to make those kinds. I need wisdom. Lord, before I decide to finish this or decide to close this off or do that, I need your wisdom. Before I decide to cut this off, I need wisdom. Before I start wanting to start something, I need wisdom. So, Lord, give me wisdom today. Wisdom starts in the fear of the Lord. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.